Welcome to the Weather Gurus Podcast. This is the 3 p.m. Eastern Time update on major hurricane Ian here that has just emerged off the Cuban coastline, the western Cuban coastline. It, it made landfall in Pinar del Rio, Cuba, and with 125 mile an hour sustained winds, much higher gust, and a 12 foot storm surge. Um, reports are that there were damages there as well as power outages um, on the local time. So what I'm going to do now is I'm going to go over the current forecast track, the current positioning and everything provided by the National Hurricane Center, as well as I'm going to go over the um, the latest forecast for it. Now, I can tell you right off the bat, the track has shifted further south, and I'm going to tell you the reasoning for that, and we're going to go over everything. But first, looking at this beautiful structure here, we have a beautiful eye wall, a beautiful stadium effect above the eye. You can see clearly down through the eye, no central dense overcast. You can see clearly down to the Gulf of Mexico. Hurricane Ian is at its strongest right now, and it will be intensifying through the 5 p.m., possibly reaching a Category 4. After that, it will, it's maxed out. It's reached its peak intensity. It's running out of real estate. As you can see, the state of Florida Peninsula is maybe, oh, I would say about 200 miles away. No, about, I'm sorry, about 320 miles away from Florida, any part of Florida. Um, the mainland, not counting Key West over here, but the mainland, about 320 miles away from it um, and approaching it very fast. There's a couple of things I want to go over here. Uh, the system itself, the hurricane force winds extend out 45 miles. Tropical storm force winds extend out over 150 miles of the system. So it makes it a moderately big hurricane. Nothing too crazy. I'm sorry. Hurricane force, hurricane force winds extend out 35 miles from the center. Okay. And tropical storm force winds extend out 140 miles from the center. So uh, it makes it a moderately big storm. Total, you know, making the total area of weather of the storm about 300 miles across uh so that's a pretty uh, moderately big hurricane not crazy big now this is taking a similarly early path to what hurricane charlie did where it came in at punta gorda port charlotte area uh this is taking a a a similar uh path to what hurricane charlie is did but this is actually going to be ending up making a landfall if it keeps this northeast trajectory right now it's moving north at 10 according to the hurricane center let me give you the direct uh coordinates here it is moving north at 10 knot, uh, 9 knots 10 miles an hour minimum central pressure still down to 955 millibars maximum state winds have come up to 120 miles an hour um to reach category 4 will be 130 miles an hour will be needed which it could gain before the 5 p.m advisory so it's, uh, category 4 is not out of the question but it will be moving into an unfavorable environment in terms of wind shear and i want to get to that uh right now it's still in that pocket of good wind shear but the wind shear is going to be increasing here, and that's in relation to the front here. Uh, that's here. You see these red lines? These are all heavy wind shear that's coming out of the southwest here. And there's our storm right here just coming off of Cuba. So it will be weakening probably to a Category 2 um, before landfall, maybe even Category 1. But it will be about 90 to 100 miles an hour is what, what we're projecting. Now, the Hurricane Center, let me go to the advisor here. I want to show you the cone, and we're going to talk about the cone here next. The cone has it arriving uh, 8 p.m. Wednesday and Wednesday uh, night, uh, just about past an hour past sunset, just south of the Tampa Bay area. They have the center peaked at, let's see, the looks like the Bradenton, Florida. If you're in Bradenton Beach, Bradenton, Sarasota area is where they have the storm coming in at. Um, now, this is what they have, the center of the storm, okay? That's the consensus model. Um, I'm telling you, it's going to be further south than that. So we're looking at a storm coming in more so south of Port Charlotte. If you're in Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda, uh, Nokomis, Venice, down that area. That's what, like, much like what Charlie did. But it may even be further south than that, okay? 
Now, another thing you need to look forward to in this next advisory coming up in the 5 p.m. and the 8 p.m. advisory from the National Hurricane Center is they talked about this in the discussion is whether or not the northeast tug that we're seeing right now with the eye wall and the eye, I believe it is moving, it's going to start moving in the northwest uh, east direction very soon here. The turn to the northeast is coming very soon, either at the 5 p.m. or the 8 p.m. or the 11 p.m. advisory that we still have left to go through. So look for that in the next coming advisories. Uh, the max sustained winds are good. That's going to be continuing to be a major hurricane. This is why I say that this trough that we exp- that is, is is dictating where Ian is going is it uh, had the hurricane has already caught up to this trough. It's feeling the effects of it here, as you can see on the satellite uh, on the water vapor loop here. See how the cirrus clouds are fanning out from the outflow. So that means the hurricane has already been picked up by this trough, the trough right here that I'm going to show you right here. This trough or this cold, leftover cold front that brought the northeast such wonderful weather and cooling weather. This cold front or trough that's already been um, established here. This, this is the National Hurricane Center's map for today. This is valid. I'm showing you the official map. That means that it's already picked up by this trough. And as you can see, the clouds are fanning out around the trough. It's already picked up. And that's where the southwest shear is coming from. So the system is at its strongest now. It will be intensifying through 5 p.m. and 8 p.m. update to expect the winds to go up to 130 maybe. After that, it will be weakening to a Category 2 storm just before landfall. The landfall here, as you can see, is moving northeast right now. The storm is jogging northeast. So expect a northeasterly motion to continue, bringing it to landfall probably by mid, just after midnight tonight, really. I would say probably uh, early Wednesday morning, like 4 a.m., uh, 3 a.m., somewhere between 3 a.m. and 6 a.m., 7 a.m. Wednesday morning will be a landfall um, as it covers this short distance here, this short 280-300 miles into um, the southwest coast of Florida. So according to the estimates here, instead of a landfall in a Tampa Bay, Brayton, and Sarasota area, this looks like a landfall is going to be just south of the Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda area. So that will put it somewhere between Fort Myers, Florida, for a landfall, Fort, between Fort Myers, Florida, just down south of Fort Myers into, uh, say, like a... Um, a uh, uh uh and north of naples so that'd be like bonita springs if you're in those areas uh somewhere up in between there bonita springs and uh fort myers okay so it would be just south of the mouth of charlotte harbor that'll put it unlike charlie which went over charlotte harbor and made a landfall there at port charlotte Punta Gorda. this is going to be just south of that so this may make a landfall um between uh yeah 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 but yeah, yeah like i said before between bonita springs and um in Port Charlotte, okay? So that's where we're at now. Now, like I said, it's not an exact science. Nobody knows, but right now it's trending toward the northeast. So that means an earlier landfall than expected, a way earlier landfall than expected. Once it gets on the coast, once it makes landfall early Wednesday morning, between, like I said, between the hours of 3 a.m. and 7 a.m., uh, it will accelerate. It's not going to slow down too much in the Florida because it's caught up in this trough. So it's going to be moving faster than anticipated. And the hurricane centers noted that in their, in their latest 3, 3 p.m. advisory. So it's going to move up. Orlando, uh, Daytona Beach, Jacksonville, you experience tropical storm force winds. Some gusts will occasionally get up to 70 miles an hour. But other than that, it'll be heavy rain. But the rainfall totals are going to come down. Two, two big things is that this. If the landfall is south as is anticipated by everyone, including the National Hurricane Center, right, that means that the storm surge is not going to be as high in the Tampa Bay area because the winds are coming from the northeast offshore once the system makes landfall. That's the first point. So that's great news for Tampa Bay area. So, But I'm glad that everyone has evacuated. It's very important. This is a major hurricane that's making landfall. 
Secondly, the second thing is a southern landfall now that now means that um, the system won't spend as much time over Florida as anticipated. Okay, it's going to be mar marching north much sooner than this timeline right here. The Hurricane Center will make adjustments as the storm continues to march north and northeastward. Okay. So because of that, that means that the rainfall totals won't be as big. So instead of two feet rain and all that stuff that we had at the radar estimates, we're going to be looking at more like, say, in the range of five to ten inches of rain for Orlando, Gainesville, Jacksonville, um, Daytona Beach, Melbourne Beach, um, down towards the uh, interior here of south of I-4, okay? Uh, Lake Wells, Avon Park, Lakeland, stuff like that. So we're going to be looking at that. Now, that's also important. Um now, as far as the the storm surge totals, the storm surge will be highest to the um, east and northeast of the center because all the push of water will be coming up from the southwest. So that means that the storm surge totals, if it does come into where we think it's going to come into, probably south of Fort Myers, Bonita Springs area, that means the storm surge totals in Naples uh, will be just about just to the north of Naples, somewhere along that coastline and the Everglades City and all of that will be they'll be highest in that area. And so in the order of with this major hurricane, you're looking at anywhere from 8 to 12 feet maximum for this, for a Category 3 type of deal or a Category 2, high-end Category 2, borderline Category 2, 3 type of storm once, the, once it starts weakening at once because it, it's already feeling the effects of the trough. So it's going to strengthen through 5 p.m., through 8 p.m. Winds could get up to 130, maybe 140, and then it's going to weaken very rapidly and the eye is going to uh, constrict and become very degraded before making that landfall, like I said, once again between uh five uh three a.m and seven a.m wednesday morning that's tomorrow morning and that it will be a southern landfall very southern we're talking about down past south of port charlotte punta gorda the mouth of the charlotte harbor it's going to be south of that whereas charlie was back if you remember charlie went in through the bay this is going to go south of that possibly so you're looking at a um uh, I forgot the name of the towns there. We can probably look at it on the map but there's towns south of the uh port charlotte punta gorda on that i-75 track uh north of naples where the system will make a landfall and it will be the storm surge will be highest to the south and east of there. Um, and so you're looking at what Everglades city, uh, places on that little Southwest coast there, Naples, maybe on the coast there, maybe just Naples, that will be the highest storm surge. Tampa Bay, your storm surge will be reduced because the storm is going south of you now. And so that means you would get a northerly breeze as a storm, a North breeze, um, coming in. And that means the water will be pushing out of the bays, out of the Bay and inlet. So you may get a water rise of three to five feet, but it wouldn't be anything super significant, um, and, and, and the only thing you have to worry about is localized flooding along Bayshore Boulevard, South Tampa, the usual spots, McDill areas around that Air Force Base, and over toward the Clearwater, Pinellas Park areas, uh, down Kenneth City down 275 was uh, flat and may flood out those areas um, because of the excessive rainfall coming up on the north side. And you may get tropical storm force winds because these winds extend out uh, 140 miles from the center. So you may be just on the fringe of that, and as well as the I-4 corridor, you may get that too as, as the system progresses north and northeastward. So just to recap, um, make sure I covered everything here. Just to recap what's happened so far. Hurricane conditions will be possible South Florida for sure. For sure. So that includes Port Charlotte, Punta Gorda, um, Bradenton, Sarasota, South of there, Bonita Springs, and of course, Naples. Okay. Uh, hurricane force winds only extend out uh, right now. Uh, if the, as long as the wind field doesn't expand, um, but if the storm weakens, the wind field will expand. So that might increase that. So we'll have to check back check back with me later on tonight um, to see that. Because right now it's, in, it's still in the strengthening mode. But when the wind field does um, decrease, okay, 
I'm going to try to keep this simple. When the wind field does decrease, hurricane force winds only extend out 35 miles from the center right here. Okay, so I'm going to show you the loop again. Hurricane force winds right around the eye wall here. There is no concentric eye walls. There's one very uh, strong constricted eye wall right now. So hurricane force winds extend out 35 miles on either side of this eye wall. Now because we're on the, oh, one more thing I forgot to mention. Because we're, on the, we're still going to be on the eastern side, the dirty side of the storm, the more stronger side, of course, there's a tornado risk. So the tornado risk from the SBC is going to remain um, but it's going to be, they're going to have to cut it more toward the uh, southern Florida. So it's, anybody from West Palm Beach, uh, Fort Lauderdale, Dania Beach, Hollywood Beach, Miami, uh, Homestead, those areas as the storm pulls up, do you see these bands here on the northeast side? That's what's going to produce the tornadoes. Luckily, um, the blessing in the storm is that the tornadoes that do happen are going to be quick, EF1s, EF2s, EF0s, and they're going to spin up quick and they're going to die down. But they may take off a few roofs and break a few trees and do little things of that nature. So the tornado risk is going to be there through, uh, I would say, Wednesday afternoon. And then it'll be lifted. It'll be lifted. The tornado risk will be lifted here. And that risk will extend northward and uh, start extending northward into Georgia, um, Brunswick, Georgia, Sea Isles, Jacksonville, uh, Daytona Beach, etc. As the northeast corridor, um, as the storm continues to progress north. So another thing I wanted to mention, too, is um, many people were saying that it's going to slow down over Florida and kind of stall out and grind out. Uh, it, it may, but I think it's going to be accelerating through Florida and get back out into the Atlantic side and on this side over here. Okay. So it may slow down somewhat, but it's caught up in this trough as they expect in the jet stream. And so it may be actually, it may actually come out on this side over here on the Atlantic side and affect Brunswick, Savannah and as a, um, tropical storm by then okay so just keep on the lookout for that as well but as you can see right now it's a beautiful structure on the radar on the water vapor everything looks absolutely fabulous but it is expected to maintain major hurricane strength possibly borderline cat, cat 2 cat 3 when making the landfall here somewhere between um south of port charlotte and naples so keep checking back i just want to bring you the latest updates with the system here um, as well and um, if you're along the coast um, you still should heed the evacuations because storm surge could be uh, felt you know maybe four or five miles inland three 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 two to three to five miles inland so heed those evacuations and get inland you don't have to leave the state as governor rod DeSantis said you know you don't have to go eight hours away to atlanta or something or something crazy you can just go inland to orlando or to somewhere central uh if you have friends and family or to a stronger structure if you're along those areas that you know are going to be affected by this um storm so because uh, there will be power outages associated inland uh, as tropical storm force winds um, are going to be, that's winds from 39 to 73 miles an hour, are going to be felt inland, even though you may not get the storm surge immediately on the coast. The good news is, like I said, once again, the Tampa Bay area, you guys look like it's going to be a blessing in disguise because your storm surge numbers are going to come way down because this thing is headed south. It's going to make a landfall south of Tampa Bay, well south, and maybe even south, like I said, of the Punta Gorda, Port Charlotte, uh, Venice area. It's going to be even south of that, technically. So, that's going to be a blessing in disguise. This area is less, lesser populated. Um, that area to the north of Naples and Bonita Springs, that area right there in that corner, southwest corner, is less, lesser populated. We still don't want to see damage. But that would be the more preferred area than a populated area like a Tampa, St. Pete, Bradenton, Sarasota area, obviously. But our prayers are with everyone in Florida um, during this time. And I think everything is going to be okay. Uh, and just be careful for those flooded roadways and flooded streets. You're still going to get a lot of rain out of this, not 25 or 30 inches, but you're going to get at least 10 inches out of this thing. Um, and Miami, too, has to be careful with King Tide and everything that's going on over there. You still, Miami. This means that Miami will get more rain because of the, they're going to be on the right side, too, on the on the more closer than they thought previously, than we previously, all of us thought, 
that they were going to be. So careful for that as well. Okay, guys, I'll check back with you, with you after the 5 p.m. update and 6 p.m. update and maybe even 8 p.m. update to see if they change direction. But Oh, another thing I want to mention too is, like I said, look for the change in direction of this thing. The hurricane is now moving probably north, north, northeast um, at whatever speed. I don't know the speed. Right now they got north at 10, but they're going to change it to north, northeast at whatever speed, uh, whatever not. So look for that coming up soon in the next couple of updates. Okay, take care. Blessings. I'll talk to you soon.